With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if during that game the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. That's 100 to 1 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a three. They don't even need to win. This year, teams have been hitting threes at an unprecedented pace, so get in on all of the action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a tray. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, welcome to That's Good Broncos Podcast. I'm your sexy host, Brandon Perna, here with your masculine co-host, Will Keys. Uh, neither one of us it. neither one of us have ever been accused of winning a bar fight. Uh, can't say the same for Aaron Donald. Broncos are visiting Ohio State's Pro Day. For the second time and there's some nfl pa players union voluntary workout news will will help me learn about today because i really don't know what the hell is happening but today's podcast brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app i think that's their new jingle use code dnvr when you sign up to take advantage of their can't miss offers and if you want, you can always check out my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. Not misleading. The only thing you can buy there is coffee. Until show them, uh, show them the shirt too. Until there you, you start selling these bad boys. That's a nice shirt. I might need one of those. They're not uh, for sale yet. Um, a fan designed this, so pretty cool. I think I did a test. We're doing, I'm giving it the, the work through, you know, right now and making sure it's of quality. I think we'll have different colors. So if you kind of want to get your team at some point, that's sort of the plan. I'll get Will one. We have to find you your college shirt. We haven't. It's true. We got the, the $20 yeah. in super chat. So we got to get you the college shirt. I was thinking 
I saw the Connor Ass Alley jerseys and just getting an Ass Alley jersey might be, <laughs> I might just pay the extra money to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. I actually live um, pretty close to a, to an alley and it does smell like ass a lot of the time. Like people are uh, taking shits there. Um, but yeah, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I thought you were going to say was, actually, was Ass Alley your favorite of the names this year? Yeah, and it's not even a name I can do until next year. Uh, I got to drop, right. I finished the defensive player's name episode. Uh, the first one, it just, I always get so excited for it, and then it just did not do well. It was like my worst performing video, and uh, it's starting to, to climb up there a little bit. But it's weird because a lot of people ask about the draft names video, but then when I do them, it's like I forget every year that they're they're very niche within our, our own thing. Right. So uh, the defense will be coming up. I liked Ass Alley. I uh, kind of had to cut to DiCaprio Bottle because it's I think it's Boodle. It's B O O T L E. <sighs> And I'm like, oh, my illiteracy strikes again. I left it in, but I didn't, I had like a whole bit that I just, I dropped because I can't fucking read. Um, DiCaprio bottle would have been great. I think DiCaprio boodle is almost equally as good. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta have jokes for boodle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't win them all. Uh, I think those videos are pretty, they have a cult following. Yeah, maybe. Definitely. I think I, that's what it is. I think, yeah, I think we just enjoy doing them more than anything. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. It's one the for first, us. Yeah, the first ones were great uh, in terms of viewership. Um, but the people we really have to blame are everybody watching. <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching this or listening to this, pull out the closest mirror or, or move to the closest mirror. Take a long and look yourself in the eye and wonder hard. why you haven't watched either of those videos. And if yeah. you have, why haven't you watched it more than once or more than twice? I can yeah. keep going, but I don't want to. You get the idea. Anyway, all right, we, we got plenty to talk about. So let's start with the OTA crap. Basically, the Broncos were the first team to announce that they would not be participating as a team, they would not be participating in voluntary OTAs next week. So the NFLPA actually released a statement on behalf of the Broncos. I'll read some of it, um, cutting out a little bit of the fad on it. With off-season programs starting in less than a week and without adequate protocols in place in order for us players to return safely, we will be exercising our right to not participate in voluntary off-season workouts. COVID-19 remains a serious threat to our families and to our communities, and it makes no sense for us as players to put ourselves at risk during this dead period. Positivity rates in our city are higher than they were at this time last year, and we know players have been infected at club facilities in recent weeks. Mm. So that explains why they're not showing up to voluntary OTAs next week. This is basically anytime you talk about players versus owners or 
voluntary anything, it's going to be kind of polarizing. Right. Which side, if you had to pick a side, and that's kind of hard to do sometimes, where do you come down on this? For this one, for this time of year, players, because I don't really give a shit what a team does in April. <laughs> um, now, I mean, that's tough for Broncos fans because our biggest crutch this season for <laughs> Drew Locke was saying, you know, he didn't get an offseason with Pat Shermer. So you like, as a fan, you want to be the guy saying like, yeah, they need every rep. They need to be working this off season. It's drew lock or go home time. That's not the right phrase, but you know what I'm saying? Um, Locker bust. Yeah. The voluntary workouts have always been weird to me because they're called voluntary workouts, but it's kind of a known thing that everybody has to show up unless you're like a, a, a veteran on the team that's been there like the whole time and you kind of get like that, that pass like Von Miller at this point, if he wasn't coming off an injury last season, he could be like the guy saying, no, I'm going to be working out in San Francisco with my special trainer again in April. I'll be there for the mandatory ones. And the team would probably be like, that's okay. And I think the big thing for these is for uh, second year guys, you would say rookies, but this is happening before the draft. So it doesn't even make sense for your fucking rookies. And that's like really why I don't care about it. And I think that last little line where they said players have, have tested positive from uh, being at team facilities recently. Right. I think that gives them some substantial sort of argument until like everybody's vaccinated or, or whatever. And it's kind of funny that it's the off season and we're not getting the uh, daily reports on who has a positive COVID test anymore. <laughs> um, they just kind of stopped now that the season's over, but mostly what I saw when I saw Brandon McManus kind of defending the players on Twitter about this was like, whatever the players want to do for this month, go for it. They just gave up. A, they have to play an extra game in the season now. They can have this this tiny victory if that's uh, if that's what they need at this moment. Yeah, when you put it like that, it's kind of fair because the they are kind of getting railroaded by the extra game. I will throw in the fact that I stopped reading the statement right before they said. Despite having a completely virtual offseason last year, the quality of play across the NFL was better than ever by almost every measure. Do you mm. agree with that? No, it was about the same. <laughs> uh, I did, Yeah, I didn't notice better play. I did notice more injuries, though, especially early on. I noticed a shit ton of injuries to the 49ers and the Broncos between – the first week and the last week of September. Bunch of knee injuries. I wonder, I would like to know if there's like a study about like ligament injur injuries. Um, if, because to me, it seems like you, I don't know, like if you overwork ligaments, that's when they get injured. Uh, but if maybe if you're taking too much time off before getting them, I don't know, warmed up properly, just seemed like a lot of ACLs were tearing. Uh, right. Speaking of which, RIP Jamal Murray's knee. Uh, haven't been able to watch a lot of Nuggets. Just been following 
their dominance through Twitter updates and Jokic stats where Jokic is in the corner alone in an elite sort of stat graph while everybody else is kind of in the, the mix. Uh, but that sucks. I was getting, I was getting excited to figure out ways to watch Nuggets playoff basketball. And then not that they won't get a chance now, but uh, he's, oh, yeah, they'll still be there. They can win a series. I'll say it like, <laughs> yeah, I Maybe. mean, they're good. He's just such a key part. And I heard them talking about the injury on the radio before they knew it was an ACL. And they're like trying to be positive. Like maybe it was a hyperextension there's something that's really painful immediately. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got home and I went on Twitter and I watched the clip. I was like, no, he fucking tore <laughs> He tore his knee. Like I've seen that reaction so many times by athletes. Like you just know <laughs> when it's bad. And uh, it, that, that was confirmed. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anytime you have like, anytime you're getting helped off the field or the court and you're, yeah. and you're not, <clears throat> not putting pressure on one leg bad sign anytime you're starting to grab for the knee before you're even done falling to the ground bad yeah sign. Um, yeah because you can't fake that that's just your, your uh, brain yeah. you're willing to give up maybe smashing other parts of your body because your knee hurts so bad yeah um yeah um they did get aaron gordon and that that helps at this point and there's you know there's such a thing as the ewing theory um, if people don't know what that is in We've basketball, said, just be, talking about your it team like gets it. better after your best player gets hurt. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's actually like won a championship after that. Yeah. I don't either. Anyway. Yeah. We have football stuff to get to. <laughs> Ewing theory. You bring that up maybe, uh, once a month. Um, also, once quarterly. It, quarterly. You know, it's applies. a quarterly requirement. I had to a lot last season to keep myself sane with all the injuries. Yeah. Uh, and it uh, turned out not to be true. So basically with the OTA stuff, the Broncos were the first. Lions after that said they're going to do the same. Seahawks and Bucks, uh, unless I've missed anything recently. The Buccaneers thing is bullshit because, you know, they're all just meeting at Tom Brady's house anyway. Yeah. Or in a park yeah. by Tom Brady's house. We're going to meet at – uh, Tom Brady's house and then Alex Guerrero is going to stretch all of their legs and hamstrings and knees uh, so none of them ever get hurt again uh, I don't know how he does it we know it's black magic but it works um, yeah I don't care it's like April <clears throat> when's the like in the end of May isn't That's that like the fair. first mandatory shit or June or something yeah June you get mini camps I think May you get rookie camp, right? Okay, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, rookie and like tryout yeah. players. Yeah, so I think that's probably when it starts to matter because there were no OTAs or there were no mini camps last year. No, I don't know. Yeah, and there's no like. Here's the the thing too is they're the same head coach, they have the same offensive coordinator, same defensive coordinator. Yeah, there's some so, continuity. There's not a ton, yeah, there's not a ton of um, familiarity that needs to get worked out at this point, I yeah. think. Although I, if you gave me the choice, I'd rather 
I'd rather have them all uh, uh, be there and try to use this time. Yeah, I mean, when your team has, in terms of performance, has I had a losing record, a little bit. you'll take any extra practices you can get. Uh, right. I was I, I was getting really confused by it on Twitter because Mike Kliss just kept tweeting out fucking dinner and lunch menus for Broncos players in uh, relation yeah, to this. He's a weird dude. He's such a weird guy. I like I didn't get what his. I don't think yeah, I don't know what his point was either. Like his players like, don't mind to... showing up for the free food for workouts, but now that they have to come in, I don't know what it like. Right. I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole. Um but anyway. Yeah, it really didn't make a, a ton of sense to me, but he's a, he's a very cryptic individual. I'll just say that. Yeah. So are the Falcons considering a QB, Will, at number four? Wow. You nailed the order on the rundown perfectly. So we we do know that the Broncos showed up to the OSU second pro day to to watch uh, cornerback Sean Wade. And then there's also a quarterback named Justin Fields who is there, but uh, kind of incidental. Um, Are you left-handed now? Yep. I'm, I'm ambidextrous. Nice. I'm ambidextrous. When are we going to get the first ambidextrous quarterback? And don't don't say Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> that would really that would be tough to defend. I think. Yeah. No blindside. Slightly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you just like change based on who your better offensive tackle is. Equally deadly on either rollout sides. <sighs> like Jake Plummer. I know what I'm going to – if I ever have a son, I know what I'm training him to do. <clears throat> Football, both hands at the same time. <laughs> Dumbest drill in sports. This kid yeah. can throw two footballs at the same time. Jake Plummer was so good at rolling out left and throwing. Maybe the throwing best. Deep. One of Maybe. the – yeah. He's truly, truly underrated. I wish, I wish we could put him in one of today's offenses. I should we put him on the 49ers right now in his yeah. prime. Well, that's an interesting thing somebody mentioned about like Kyle Shanahan and his system and people thinking like Justin Fields would be a great fit because of his athleticism and his mobility. And they're like, he's basically succeeded in that system with not mobile quarterbacks. So, like, Matt Ryan right. had the most success running it. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo may be kind of sneaky mobile. Uh, yeah, he's not he, He's not going to run past anybody. And when he does, he Ooh, tears his ACL. <laughs> right. Um, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. But I, I think – and, like, the guy he, he wants or he really likes is Kirk Cousins, right? You don't think of Cousins as a mobile guy. Maybe a guy who can – do your bootlegs but uh so maybe there's some truth to that but i think like if he had the opportunity to have an athletic quarterback his his offensive scheme would work a little bit better and uh i think that's the more natural fit there just because he hasn't had that doesn't mean that's not the type of guy you want running it right right that makes sense hmm. just an argument i th- saw at some point I was like oh yeah that's kind of true 
Yeah. I don't think you can find a less athletic quarterback than Mac Jones besides like <laughs> Joe Flacco. Yeah. And Joe so Flacco they, actually has his best year in the Kubiak offense. Oh yeah, that's true. He's well, probably like slightly more two next year. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because they were talking about season. why Kyle Shanahan would like Mac Jones. That was the argument. <clears throat> um, yeah. I, I think the, the longer um, they've had the pick now. So it's been a couple weeks since they've had the third overall pick. Right. The more convinced I am that they're going to pick fields. I think it's possible they picked or they moved up to number three without fully knowing who they were going to take. Maybe. I like that 49ers possible. just kind of got some balls, which I like. They do. When they, when they want to do something, they, they just go for it. They did it with they Garoppolo. They're doing it in the draft here. Um, Traded down one spot with the Bears. <laughs> yeah, like those are some savvy moves. Um, stacked basically their defensive line with all their first picks, and it kind of eventually paid off. Traded uh, DeForest Buckner too. Yep. <clears throat> um and then I saw Cecil Lammy tweet today that the 49ers offered the Jets of their first rounder for Sam Darnold. Uh, but the Jets were still they were, were wanting to see uh Zach Wilson first before they made the decision because they didn't know about his shoulder injury or something. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I... I don't want so, to call out anybody's reporting ability. Let me read the tweet. Anything. Let me read the tweet. Yeah, read it off. Maybe it sounds a little better. Let's see here. Verbatim. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at Ah, uh, oh, what might have been. League sources tell me Jets turned down 49ers first round pick for Sam Darnold earlier this offseason. Joe Douglas and company had concerns about Zach Wilson's shoulder wanted to see his pro day now super confident and will likely, and he will likely be the number two pick. I mean, the only way that makes sense to me is it's not the 49ers first round pick this year, which would have been 12th. They're counting on it to be their first round pick next year, 2022, when they would expect the 49ers to be better and in the twenties. And at that point, they might expect the Panthers to be, you know, a lower second round pick or right. higher second round pick, I mean, but like closer to the 30s. Um, that's the only way that makes sense for me because you're not passing up the 12th pick. And if you did, then you're, you know, they're off to a bad start if that's the case. But yeah, something think- there doesn't quite add up to me. I'll just say that. Yeah, I think it's pretty locked, uh, Lawrence Wilson. And then, yeah, I, I mean, if I were the 49ers, I'm taking Justin Fields over Mac Wilson, but that's just yeah. me. Um, and I wouldn't be moving up to take Trey Lance. So Fields or Mac Wilson there. Again, uh, I want to try to circle back to this, but what are the the Falcons at right, four? Right, right. Yeah, so the Falcons are at four, and um, their GM, Terry Fontenot, the Broncos almost hired this last offseason or after the season, was being interviewed, and he was saying something about 
wanting to stack quarterbacks. So they um, they what do you call it? Refinancing their deal, restructuring uh, Matt Ryan's deal. <laughs> they did a refi on it. Uh, no, they they restructured Ryan's deal to the point where uh, people thought there's no way you can move off them. Um, but given these comments, it sounds like he would be okay with just taking a quarterback and, and seeing what happens. And maybe he has, to play, he has to sit on the bench for a couple of years. Maybe not. Maybe you just play the best guy and, and try to trade Ryan. Who knows? But you have to wonder at this point whether that was calculated to drive up the price for the fourth overall pick or if it's true because you know there's a lot of it makes a lot of sense still for Atlanta to to take a quarterback I think it's Uh, yeah it's a 50 50 I think it it probably depends too on who the 49ers are going to take yeah I mean maybe you just wait to trade out of that pick until you see who San Francisco takes right if the if yeah your guy falls, then you take him. Uh, but at, at the fourth spot, you can really get a player who will make your team better. And yes. if you have a quarterback like Matt Ryan, you've got a couple-year window left. You've got offensive weapons there. You know what you need to do to try and, and compete. So to me, it doesn't make sense to take a quarterback when I think you can get – probably i mean honestly you could probably get four more years out of matt ryan but let's just say conservatively uh, two more years like i'm not on board with trying to replace a top 10 qb early when you can still improve your team um and if you move back a little bit you can get those picks later and still get an impact player and it's just like, I mean, we saw right. like the Packers with Jordan Love could have could have maybe found a piece to help them th- this last season. I uh, think they probably could have. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, I think it's th- like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft a quarterback if I were Atlanta. I would either take whoever the fuck I wanted it for because you were literally, if three quarterbacks go in front of you, you have the chance to get the best player at any position you want, whether that's, you know, Kyle Pitts, whether that's the best tackle in the draft, the best, whatever, like uh, you're, you could get actually probably the second best player in the entire draft at four. Good. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. but I was really hoping that you set up your joke there, but you didn't. Falcons GM Terry Fontenot saying he wants to stack quarterbacks. Yeah. Who would be the best fit on top of Matt Ryan? <laughs> oh, I was waiting for the joke. Damn. I, it, it worked in writing. I wasn't confident that You're it was going to translate on the podcast. Yeah. The joke, of, of course, is like saying you want to stack quarterbacks is just compiling a lot of quarterbacks. But I was thinking about like a game of Tetris. Yeah. With quarterbacks. Stacking them. Yeah. Uh, Stacking wow. cups. I think you blew an opportunity there. But yeah, you... it was a little bit of a missed opportunity. Um, but I would, I'd tell you what I would do 
if I were the Falcons. I think I would trade down with the Broncos. <laughs> Let's just say the Broncos. And then I'd take either whoever's there um, out of Pitts at nine. Pitts, you can take Sewell, maybe, if he's there. You can take Jamar Pardon. Chase. Why you can take Devontae Smith. You could take Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn, whichever one of the cornerbacks you like. And then um, you'll probably get a second-round pick out of that, so then you can take another position you want. And uh, in the second round, if you really want a quarter to stack quarterbacks, but there's no reason you're going to play them early because you yeah. have Matt Ryan, why not take a developmental guy in the second round like – Kyle Trask, Davis Mills, Jamie Newman, one of those guys. That Kellen makes Mond. a lot of sense to me. Yeah, Kellen Mond, if and if it doesn't work out, it it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody's Try really again for a quarterback the next two years, if you think Ryan can play three or four more years, which I, I really think he can. Yeah. He's like there's no part of There's his game like that's kind of decline severely drop. Yeah. Um, he did take a lot of sacks last year, I think uh, more than you'd like. So maybe that's why you go offensive line and then uh, secondary Falcon secondary needs help. Uh, you know what you don't need help is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100. In free bets, turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if during that game the team of your choosing it's a three you bring home one hundred dollars in free bets uh this year teams have been hitting threes at an unprecedented pace so get in and get in on all of the action at DraftKings sportsbook before this offer ends DraftKings is safe it is secure it is reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience so download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code dnvr when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets, if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three, that's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well done. Which team is wor the worst at three-pointers? That's a good question that I can figure out in about five <laughs> seconds. Three-point percentage. I'm going to say it is – I'm going to just go ahead and tell you right now, it's not the Nuggets. In fact, it is the – the LA Clippers are the best. Milwaukee right behind them. <clears throat> Be the Cleveland Cavaliers at 33.7%. Wow. My Sacramento Kings are 35.8%. Mm. 
And the Nuggets are 38.5%, which is fifth. Fifth best. Fifth worst? Fifth best? Fifth best. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, um, Broncos, we're at Ohio State Pro Day. There's a picture of Pat Shermer on Twitter looking very, very happy. He was smiling. Honestly, he's, he's I was gonna, I was no gonna smile. give yeah he had a mask on, but you could tell he was smiling. I was gonna give him some some credit, some love, because it looked like he was wearing uh, his shirt with like two buttons undone, but then he had like another tan shirt underneath, so it wasn't like he was just rocking the chest, and uh, he he blew it again. He blew yeah, another chance of, to impress of missed me. opportunities. I mean. Uh, so he was either happy at uh, how how great this corner looked as an offensive coordinator. He either loved what the corner yeah. was doing, or somebody just told a joke, or he's high on Justin Fields. Um, I don't know. I think getting high on Justin Fields seems like a. It just sounds like. A Beatles song? Sounds like a hell of a drug. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Getting high just hearing Justin Fields. John Lennon's voice yeah, right man. now. Yeah. And <laughs> Justin Fields. Turn that into a parody song. Uh, we'll pitch it to Weird Al if he's even doing anything anymore. I'm <laughs> not sure he is. Money? Yeah. I, I think the with the tan shirt and not the uh, the open shirt tells me is – not a Minshew guy. Ooh, a Minshew you're probably guy right. would have a couple buttons undone. Oh, he definitely would. That's the thing. Okay, let's talk about Minshew just for a second here because, you know, he posted some more <laughs> sexy photos of himself. He got his mullet cleaned up. Uh, he's doing some deep, deep V unbuttoned buttons, really like trying to flaunt his man body. And they're basically, this basically makes men react in one of two ways on Twitter. Either you're all about it, you get that it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool to be, embrace his sexuality uh, because he's kind of weird, right? It's, it's like he's uh, just doing his own thing. I think most guys want to do that. They just don't have the balls to do it or, or whatever. Or you see it and you're like... What the fuck's this guy doing? <laughs> What's this shit? I don't want some some mullet dude showing his chest to be my quarterback. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's basically the response I've gotten uh, when retweeting that stuff is people are all about it or they're calling you crazy for finding uh, what he's doing cool. Does that make sense? Mike's yeah, it does. No, it makes it makes perfect sense. I think if you're in the ladder camp and you and you're like you're almost pissed off by it, I you return to the mirror and take a look in your eye <laughs> and just chill out. I think you've got just some chill. repressed uh, some Football. repressed feelings there. Yeah, I think you probably had a bad experience while you're watching Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, is the answer to that oh did you do you see brandon marshall respond to my nick bosa tweet yeah <laughs> yeah i did 
We need to figure out uh, if we're going to get like a player on the um, draft podcast again or draft oh, yeah. stream. If we're doing a draft stream, it's coming. We up. are. So, what's going to happen is we'll do clickbait sports before the draft, I believe. And then you and I will go live during the draft and okay. yeah, try to get some guests to come in and out. I think so too. I think it's cause it's a long first round. We did the whole first round last year. Yeah. It's like it three was, hours. It was, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. I think I ordered Uber eats at the end of it. Yeah. No, it's long for sure. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, because last year Brandon McManus called the pick, which oh, right. it wasn't like a surprise, but he called Jerry Judy before it happened. Yeah, I bet he'll come back on. I'll tell him we won't say anything weird that makes him uncomfortable this time, <laughs> and then I'll say anything? something weird to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that's why we also didn't say anything. Um, bad about the Broncos decision not to go to OTAs and that's why I've never said anything bad about Brandon McManus yeah <laughs> want him back we can get Shelby Harris I bet oh Shelby might he might hop on it was pretty interesting and we got to get guys who aren't going to get <laughs> actively replaced in the first round <laughs> that's the key so like no no cornerbacks <laughs> Let's get Bryce uh, Callahan on here. Let's yeah. Get <laughs> take Drew Locke. Yeah. Oh, you, you had Drew Jeff Locke Jeff. on your podcast while the Broncos drafted <laughs> Justin Fields. That would be terrible. It would be so good for my views, though, really baby. Good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shelby Harris, obviously safe. McManus, I don't think they're going to pull Raiders and draft Janikowski in the first round. No. Um yeah, I, I think. Yeah, we'll see. Dalton Risner seems like he's down to just drop secret information whenever he wants. Yeah, the Peyton Manning mentoring Drew Locke thing. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to slip. Yeah, it's like we talked about it in today's episode. It's one of those things that it's also like uh, the the players not wanting to do anything in April. I don't take a lot of stock in mentoring. I don't either. I don't like, either. I but just people do it. It creates a story. I assume like Drew Locke is doing things to try and get better at playing quarterback during the off season. I also know he doesn't <laughs> have so. to be. He doesn't have to be doing that every single day <laughs> of the off season. Like. Maybe you do like a, I don't know, half hour, hour game tape study. You do your workouts. Well, I guess I'm saying like, I don't expect them to be doing that all day, every day. I think people, when they see quarterbacks, yeah. young ones doing anything other than trying to be a quarterback during the off season, especially people in the media, they try to paint a picture that that guy isn't trying to get better. And I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody's really questioned Drew Locke's work ethic. Maybe just like young, immature a little bit where you got to learn. And not immature in a bad way. It's just like you got to learn what it means to be an NFL quarterback and how to work that way. And that takes a little bit of time. But 
I don't think Peyton Manning can transfer his knowledge to another person because Peyton Manning was special. So I think Peyton Manning could teach a hundred NFL quarterbacks, everything he knows, and maybe one of them would really like walk away as a changed, better quarterback. But most guys, if they're dumb, like I am, they ain't going to get that, that knowings from Peyton Manning just by learning from him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what like, really bad work ethic looks like and i'm talking about jamarcus russell taking blank tapes home and saying he watched them yeah or like on our own team paxton lynch going home and and studying madden instead of the real playbook yeah and to be fair as long as you're not like either of those two guys i feel pretty good yeah and uh <clears throat> so yeah i hope it helps some but i don't think it'll be a difference maker if if drew lock has a great season peyton manning's gonna get a lot of credit now though which is yeah great i mean peyton. some Anything of the best that helps peyton i support some of the best uh qb coaches out there right now are jordan palmer who never threw a touchdown in the nfl and john beck who like barely started a few mm. games and probably like a former wide receiver. <laughs> he was a Mormon. Um, so so I don't know if that tells you, actually. I just like to throw that in. He went to be a he knows how to study, Will. He knows how to study. That's yeah, that's what it tells me. Um anything. Oh, Aaron Donald fight. What's the end with that? <laughs> because boy, the <laughs> People's reaction on Twitter shouldn't surprise me, but it always does. Uh, the, the amount of people just roasting this guy for trying to fight Aaron Donald uh, in a situation where it didn't seem like this guy started the fight. Don't know for sure. It will maybe get some more details. Uh, but uh, <laughs> guy gets his allegedly gets beat up allegedly. by Aaron Donald. Pretty bad. The, the and picture looks not very good. Yeah. You can it's, see it on Twitter. It's it's that guy's fault. And yeah. part of the report was that Aaron Donald and some of his friends beat the guy up outside of the club after they got thrown out of the club. And then it started because the guy ran into him, which I was talking about in the episode. And uh, I, like I talked about like being in bars where you run into somebody it happens a lot. Usually, like two guys. All the time. Happened like, to me last weekend. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Okay, whatever. Or it's like, sorry, bro. And the dude just like stares you down. What? Yeah. Or like, usually, you, like, where do you go, that bitch? That usually happens when um, a guy, yeah, like you said in the video, he's like striking out with girls <laughs> and needs to, like, his, his T levels are through the roof. Yeah. And he's got to like, he has to have an outlet for that aggression. Um, or he's with a girl that like he wants to impress. And he's like, the, oh, the mainly thing is not to be like, oh, no, you're, you're good, dude. Which is, you know, what I do every single time. And I'm sure yeah. that you do as well. <laughs> I actually had a, uh, I was at a bar um, a while ago, uh, over a year ago where it was super packed and these two girls started fighting like in between there's these booths and then there's the bar and 
kind of a narrow uh, space in between them. And I get caught in between these two girls that are fighting. So I back up and the only place I'm like wedged against one of the booths. And there's a guy on either side of the booth. And one of the guys is like, I like turn to him. I'm like, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry for bumping into you. Like, or being like wedged against you. Like these, you know, you're, you can see what's going on. And the first guy is like, Oh, don't worry, man. And the other guy is just like, get out of my face, dude, get out of my face. And I'm like, you realize there's nothing I can do. I don't want to be, I don't want my nose pressed against your uh, smelly ass armpits here. Yeah. I don't want to be in this situation. No, so, it's when it I read about it. Uh, yeah. We just it. like, you have, small, you have a small dick. So <laughs> yeah. When I read about it, it just, it reminded me of college so much. It like, it, I didn't hang out with guys who tried to start fights. Well, one of our friends would. Um, he started yelling at a guy because he didn't like his bicycle shorts. Um, but it's just like, there's always those guys at the bar and you just don't want to run into them uh, because no matter what you try to do, they're wanting to fight. Uh, and I mentioned in the video, like I was decent at talking my way out of those situations, but also because I'm small, like it's easy for me to not run into guys. Like I was the type of guys like, I'll go get us the drinks because I'll just snake through all these people. The real issue is when you run into a guy's girlfriend. Oh, that's yeah. When, <laughs> that's yeah, when shit that's... gets dicier even more quickly, especially if that girlfriend yeah. is crazy drunk. You know what I mean? Like where she starts making a deal. Starts, like screeching. Like, yeah. What did you do? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I tried and, to, my voice isn't there right now. And the, the thing I was going to put in the episode was like, you're usually okay if you bump into a guy, but you don't spill his drink. If you yes. spill his drink and you don't immediately offer to take care of his drink, then problems can, can arise. Yeah, especially, definitely with Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> so on the, on, the, on the Aaron scale, you would rather bump in to Aaron Donald and get your yeah. eye just totally fucked as opposed to Aaron Hernandez. Just let's, don't run into an Aaron at a bar. Yeah. Unless you want to run into, I bet Aaron Rodgers is cool. Yeah. He'd be, he's, he's so sure of himself. I think that he doesn't need um, to fight somebody. Yeah. No, if, if you spilled his drink, he, as long as you said, sorry, he'd say like, no problem. He'd buy, he'd buy himself a new drink and he'd probably buy you one. Yeah. No, and that's the other thing that happens sometimes. Some dudes like over, like overcompensating for shit, and you talk them down, and then they yeah. end up being your friends for the rest of the night. <laughs> I've done that where guys wanted to fight you, and then somehow you just remind everybody you're all drunk and everything's fine. It's like, dude, I'm just drunk. And they're like, oh yeah, me too. I don't want to fight you. I just want to keep drinking. Uh, yeah, I I I find that like. If you give people just like a second to reflect on their behavior and not get caught up in the moment, yeah, then they'll always just like kind of back down. Yeah. It's when you got two aggressive dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two which aggressive I just, dudes. I, I've never been. I also don't like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not Aaron Donald or anything, but I'm like over six feet. Yeah. I wouldn't try I to fight you. Probably. 
<laughs> I don't know. Like I've never fought anyone. So <laughs> yeah. I have no uh, confidence that I'd win in a fight against anybody. Um, but I think people like see just a taller person and generally want to steer clear. Yeah. I go, let's, let's settle this on the foosball table, bitch. <laughs> let's foos about it. Want to foos motherfucker. Uh, foos flash. Okay. The question was, is there anybody in the NFL you would want to fight less, less. than Aaron Donald? Yeah. It would have to be, oh, who's the um, the tight end for the Chargers who's like 6'9"? Donald Parham? Donald Parham. Yeah, that'd be tough because I bet he has just crazy reach. Yeah. <laughs> He would just box you into uh, infinity, I bet. Hold you away. Um, Andy Janovich would not want to fight I wouldn't fuck with a fullback. He's got, plus, he's got like that wrestling background. I was thinking that's that's what I would think of. Yeah. I mean, DK Metcalf has the intimidating look. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, I wouldn't want to start a fight with him. Um, I think Quentin Nelson would scare me a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And Indomitian Sue would scares me. Uh, that's a guy who for sure tried to break Aaron Rodgers' leg. Talking like stomped yeah. Aaron Rodgers' leg in front of a guy who will do that to Aaron Rodgers in plain sight. I wouldn't want to get. I'll do it to you. Um, I'll do worse. Yeah, those guys. Those guys scare me a little bit. And probably, like, who's a tiny guy in the NFL? I don't want to fight the sm- the smallest guy in the NFL who can hang with all of the big dudes because maybe it's a little misleading. Like, you think you have a chance, which probably ends up worse right. for you. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Like, you would not want to fight Darren Sproles. Yeah, no, no. He's built like a tank. Maurice Jones drew back in the day. Wouldn't want to fight that guy. Nope. He took Sean Merriman out. <laughs> the only thing who can you name a player you could fight or you would fight? Oh, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I would fight him. I don't say, I'm not saying I would win, but I would like, if I got offered money to fight him in a boxing match, like those Logan Paul bullshit things, I'd fight Tom yeah. Brady. I'm not scared of him. Um, and, the, and I think most quarterbacks could probably knock me out with one punch because their arms have probably just an insane amount of torque. How about um, Rodrigo Blankenship? Nah. Mm, those glasses, man. Except those glasses, yeah. feel like he's got a superpower hidden in there. Maybe. He seems like he'd fight dirty. Trying to think, who's like a receiver who always is looking for a flag? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say like someone who's just like really skinny, like Deshaun Jackson is like the only guy like you feel like you'd have like a huge weight advantage over, um, or at least I would. That'd be, but then again, like you know, you hear the rumors about gang affiliation too. Yeah, you don't want to fight fight. Deshaun. No. 
Oh, I'd kicker. fight Cody Parkey. <laughs> yeah. And any uh, any of the the players who are like outwardly very very religious. I'd fight Eli Manning. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I guess I'd fight Russell Wilson then. Um, yeah. Because they had like if they're going to be uh, very into Jesus, they have to be willing to turn the other cheek, which means yes. they have to just accept that I'm going to punch them and not retaliate. So, <laughs> That's a good point. And I think Russell Wilson, pretty strong, but I would fight him. Um, not the tallest guy. No. He's thick. He's probably got some... Drew Brees? Should fight him. I'd you fight Drew Brees. Factor. No, for sure. Christian I'd... factor. He's not thick. Couple and, body shots. Uh, he's oh. not very tall oh. either. Oh. Yeah. I, of course, would fight none of them, not even Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> I like to pretend like I would do it, but we all know I'm a, a coward. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the Joe Rogan Fight Companion podcast here on YouTube. Subscribe to us on wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're going to be back Friday, Will. We're going to do two this week. Gonna oh, boy. Two. That's news to you. we got to probably do it earlier in the day. I'm going to go get my first shot Friday uh, at one. So we'll figure that out. Good night and good luck. ACL. Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, And if during that game, the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. That's 100 to 1 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a three. They don't even need to win. This year, teams have been hitting threes at an unprecedented pace, so get in on all of the action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a tray. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.